You are listening to the Central New York Real Estate Podcast, dispelling the misconceptions and myths about buying and selling a home with your host and favorite agent, Bob McTagg. How's everyone doing today? It's Bob McTagg and welcome to episode number five. This is the myths, the misconceptions of buying and selling a home in central New York. The truth about buying and selling a home. And like I say on every episode, if you're working with a licensed realtor, this is not a solicitation to earn your business. But if you're not, give me a call at 315-882-6610. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this podcast for joining me on this episode and if you're someone that's starting out your search looking for a home someone thinking about selling their home give me a call love to talk to you and if you're a real estate agent I've been getting a lot of real estate agents telling me hey Bob your information has been really helpful and I appreciate that okay let's get right to the episode now today it's a two-for-one so I'm gonna talk about two different topics. It's not going to take too long. Let's get started. The first topic is the state of the market. How is the market? How is the real estate market, the local market? We're talking about Syracuse, New York, Greater Syracuse, the Greater Syracuse area, Onondaga County, Madison, Cayuga, Oswego County. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about our local market and how is the market? You know, if you're a buyer entering the market now, you need to know this, right? And if you're a seller, you definitely need to know how the market is, all right? So I'm going to go into that. Now, the first thing I'm going to tell you is that real estate is local. Remember I said that. That is so important. Real estate is local. So what happens in California or New Jersey is not the same as what happens in Syracuse, New York. It's not the same as what happens in central New York. Every market is different. You gotta understand that, right? Also, what you may read or see in the mass media may not paint an accurate picture of what is happening in our local market. You know, don't always believe what you hear out there. So if you're coming from one of those other areas, you gotta talk to a professional in this area to find out how is this market? How is that gonna benefit you you know, in this market. It will help you, you know, make better informed buying decisions and better informed selling decisions. No question asked. Now, talking with the buyer, I would say that it will position your offer correctly when you run into multiple offers. And if you ignore the market, you ignore what a professional is telling you about the market, you may lose your dream house. You may lose your dream house by ignoring the facts, ignoring what's really going on in in today's market. So here's the thing though, regardless of the market, you should only buy a house. We talked about this in episode number one. You should only buy a house if you're, you're in the right position to buy. I know you should be credit and cash approved. We talked about this. You should have a pre-approval in hand and you should understand how much cash you will need to complete the transaction. And you should only be mentally and financially able to buy. So don't get caught up in the media, the mass media that now is the great time to buy. Interest rates and real estate agents telling you, we have no inventory, you gotta buy a house, don't rent. 
you know, be smart, you'll figure it out, but you have to understand the market. Now, here's the thing about this. The market doesn't really care if you're able to buy. That's why I'm telling you this. You have to be qualified. You have to be both mentally and financially qualified because the market doesn't care. The market price of a home is not determined by your ability to buy. Okay, does that hopefully that sinks in. So if you can't buy, that's no one's fault, right? I mean, that's not the factor of the market. Market price for a home is determined what a willing, able, and bank or cash qualified buyer will pay based on what other homes, you know, in the in the neighborhood or just outside the neighborhood, based on location, floor plan, lot, exterior, and condition. That's how you determine market value, not because you have cash or not. So understand that. And if you're a seller listening to this, you know, you got to, I tell this to uh, sellers all the time, that you turn yourself into a buyer. So if you're a seller, this is a good episode because you can understand how the market is and how to position your home correctly in the market. And here's the other thing for buyers, you know, what you think the home is worth or what you can afford does not dictate the market price. It doesn't dictate it just because you can afford, if you can only afford up to 100000 and you're looking at a home for 150000 that doesn't mean the seller has to lower the price, okay? Hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully that sinks in. I don't mean to be harsh. I really don't. I love working with buyers. I just meet a lot of people, a lot of buyers, a lot of agents that don't educate their buyers about what what kind of market we're in and maybe it's not the best time to buy because we're definitely in a seller's market now that's not everywhere but in most neighborhoods most areas most communities we're in a seller's market because we have low inventory right so it's a supply and demand function and that's what's going on the thing is if you really i don't i didn't make i want to make this episode about all these statistics and not everyone likes numbers and it gets kind of boring. You know, there's, there's roughly, there's over 5,000, 500, 5,000 homes that sell in Onondaga County. In Oswego, it's less, in Madison, it's less, in Cayuga. But so in Onondaga County, there's over 5,000 homes, um, not much more than that, but let's just say, let's just say call it 5,000, right? And the average sale price of those homes is about 140,000 sale price, not listing price. And well, let's say median price. That's more accurate, I would say. And and right now on the market in Onondaga County, there's about 1,000 homes. We'll make rough numbers. And there's about 700 pending homes waiting to close with a median price at about 130,000. So we're right about 130, $140,000. I mean, as the market picks up, we can average out about a hundred median price of under 150,000 and you have to understand that and the reason I'm telling you about the median price and all that is because we have some people that come here from other areas where it's more expensive and they buy let's say a house for 500,000 they want to buy a house for 500,000 that's really like I mean in all of the county that's anything over even 400,000 is you know three four percent of the market it's not a lot and a lot of times with the taxes and so forth that we talked about in the, you know, the other episode it can really be daunting when you look at that that number and a lot of people that buy in that price range and stay here for even five years and do a lot of improvements lose money have a really good chance 
especially when the market turns, if it turns into a buyer's market or a stable market, you could lose money. And we're talking about $50,000, $100,000 when you're in that price range. And I see that happen a lot, and it's no joke. So I kind of tell people if you come here to this area, you know, look at the different areas and what they're selling for. Like, for instance, let's just say in a place like Manlius, New York, that average sale price, let's say, is 240000 So if you bought a house for 300000 it's not so bad, right? But if you went to, we'll say, a place like Liverpool, New York, where the average price is, let's say, 160000 and you bought a house for 300000 then that's a little different. So you have to know these different areas and, and know the different markets before you do buy. That's like so, so super important to know the different areas, the different markets, and, and what things are going for. Because if you don't plan on staying in Syracuse a long time, you could make a financial mistake. Okay, you could make a financial mistake. So be very, very careful of that. The thing about it is... Let's talk if you're a seller, right? If you're a seller, the reason why you need to know the market is when I said it's a seller's market, that doesn't give you free reign to elevate your price above market value, right? Because what I do see a lot of times is the market's really good, really, really good. I mean, we're only running about about 40 days on average for a days of market. So a house, if it's priced correctly, is going to sell within 40 days or less. And that used to be, the average used to be 70, 80 days. So, and that, you know, going back three, four years ago, even three years ago, about 70 days. That's really good if you price your home correctly because of the shortage of inventory. There are There is buyer demand. Buyers are smarter with their money and finances. So you, you have to understand that you have to price your home correctly. So about 50% of the people that initially put their home on the market don't price correctly, you know, because their agent's not telling them the statistics. They're not showing them. They're not showing the different trends that are happening, you know, in the macro and micro market and what's really going on. And that's something that you really need to know because if you're a home seller, you might think the market's so great, I can overprice it. Well, guess what? Your home is going to sit on the market. I can tell you that for sure. And the 50% of people that are pricing their homes correctly are selling in 30 days or less, and they're getting close to asking price. Sometimes there's multiple offers and bidding wars, and they're getting 1% to 3% under list price, which is really good. So if you price your home correctly from the start, guess what's going to happen? You're going to sell it quicker. You're going to have less stress. You're going to pay... You're going to hold the house less time, so you're not going to have a the cost to, to run your house is going to be less. You won't be paying taxes and heating bills through the winter and those types of things. So it, it's advantageous if you listen to the market and price your home correctly from day one. Now, I will go into a deep, deep podcast, excuse me, a deep episode about pricing your home as a seller. And I'm going to talk about how to do that effectively. But on this one, I just kind of want to give you an overview, all right? See, here's the thing. The bottom line is when a buyer finds a house that meets all their needs and wants and they truly love the house, they may see more value and they will pay market price for the house. So that as a seller, you need to understand that. Does your house provide value even in a seller's market where someone will pay market price. And there's a whole different theory I have on market price and market value. And I'll go into that in a 
another whole episode. I just wanted to kind of go through that. Okay, so the market is really good um, depending on which side of the fence you're on, if you're a seller or a buyer, but you still need to close your mouth and open your ears and listen, listen to what's really going on in the market and come up with a good strategy and that's it. And that's really how, that's really the bottom line with the market. It's a good market. It's a good market for a seller. It's it's an okay market for a buyer, but you know, if you have to really buy, it is what it is. And most people stay in their house for up to 10 years now, so you'll go through another market. So if it's a seller's market now, it turns into a buyer's market, chances are we'll go back into a seller's market when you're ready to sell your home. Okay, now let's switch gears. And this is gonna be a short topic for the second topic I'm gonna talk about. And this is the myth the misconception of the neighborhood expert. I get a lot of times where when I go on a listing appointment to meet a prospective seller to interview them, a lot of times they'll say to me, Bob, how many homes have you sold in this neighborhood, right? And I get this sometimes, it comes up, and usually I they know where I sell homes, but a lot of agents that don't put together a good, we'll say, pre-listing format, this the, the prospective homeowner doesn't know where you sell, right? Or they have you come on the appointment because they see your real estate signs in the neighborhood and they, they saw you sold, that you sold other homes. Well, let me tell you this. A neighborhood expert is a misconception. It's a myth. It doesn't exist in central New York. First of all, no one's really an expert. I hate to burst your bubble there. No real estate agent that I know, myself included, we're not really experts. It takes a long time to master something and be an expert. I mean, I have a lot of information. I know a lot of things. I've, I've, I've been in the grind, the hustle, meet a lot of people, but in no shape or form am, am I an expert, right? But I can definitely give you a lot of good, knowledgeable, intelligent advice because I'm in the field. Here's the next thing. Just because an agent sells a home in a neighborhood or two homes or three homes doesn't make them a neighborhood expert of that home. And it doesn't mean that an agent that's outside that neighborhood can't sell your home because the job of an agent is to do this, is to market your home and that includes pricing it correctly and then effectively negotiating to get you to closing. That's it. It's not to bring their own buyers. They don't have a secret list of buyers. They don't have buyers in their back pocket. That's just not what's really going on. So a lot of sellers are misinformed thinking that they have to hire a local company and locally in the area, they can't go two, three towns over. Now I've sold a house, I'll say this, in almost every neighborhood in Onondaga County. I mean, probably 90% of the neighborhoods. So does that make me an expert of every neighborhood? No, it makes me an you know, very knowledgeable about the market. It makes me very knowledgeable, but I'm able to sell homes because I price them effectively, I market effectively, and I negotiate effectively. And those are the three things, and I have a good process, right? So the neighborhood expert is a fallacy. Um, I will tell you this, if you're in towns like Skinny Atlas or Casanova, people in those areas think, I'm saying buyers and sellers, that they can only deal with people in that town. And that's a small-minded mentality, but it happens, right? But does that mean that someone else can effectively go in that area and sell homes? 
Absolutely not. Okay, now what I will tell you this is if you're not highly skilled about the statistics and what's going on in those neighborhoods and those areas and you don't know a lot about lakefront properties and things like that, then you need to learn as an agent, okay? And as a seller, you should ask that person, have you marketed, right? Have you priced, have you marketed other lakefront properties before? Because that's the only time where I could say someone might be more of a, more intelligent, more knowledgeable in that type of property. Like, the, like I know people that just deal with land, so they're more knowledgeable about the ins and outs of land. And that's like also with lakefront property, but they're not an expert. I hate to burst any agent's bubble out there as well that's trying to make themselves an expert. Yeah, that's really tough, okay? So don't get caught up on that. And, you know, don't get caught up on that because a lot of agents will use that as, oh, I sold X amount of homes in this neighborhood, so you should only choose me. No, look for the agent that has a good track record. The agent has a great marketing plan, prices effectively, tells you the truth, even if you don't want to hear it, and an agent you like. You know, that's really it. So that's what I wanted to say. I, I, the reason I talk about that is because I do meet a lot of people that say that, and they will only deal with someone in their town or in their neighborhood if they saw a sign or whatever. It, it's a bunch of nonsense. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I have so much information to share in the future. I mean, every week we're going to just keep going forward and, and I'm going to keep talking about things that I see in the field to help you as a buyer or seller. All right. Well, anyways, this is Bob McTagg. It was awesome to be on this episode with you guys. Have an awesome day. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Central New York Real Estate Podcast. Make sure to visit us online at cnyrealestateadvice.com.